Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the podcast where we keep it real to real. And, alright, so, this week, we're gonna keep uh, keep our Pulp Adventure Month going, which, with a movie that's a little less pulpy, a little more adventure, we watched Road, The Road to El Dorado, uh, a movie from 2000 from DreamWorks, and... A better movie than it has any right to be. I gotta say, I was really surprised. Yep. Yeah, I, I was really surprised with it, and looking back on how it was all made, I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna, I'm like, wait, no, this is really fun. Yep. It's, yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's the source of uh, at least three separate memes that I can think of that pop up online <laughs> regularly. Um, let's see, it is, it's uh, starring, I had it, and then I lost it. Don't worry, I got you. Starring Kevin Klein and mm. Armand Santes in there somewhere, yeah. and Jim Cummings and Frank Welker. Frank Welker's the horse, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Yes, Kenneth yeah. Branagh. Yes. Kenneth Branagh. Like, um, um, and Rosie Perez. Rosie, Rosie Perez. Perez. Mm-hmm. Edward James Ar- almost. Armin Asante. Yep. yep. Edward James almost. Yep. Edward James, eh, almost. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, Edward um, James, close enough. But before we go any further... And Elton John. Yeah, before we go any further than that, I'm Dan. I'm Joss. I'm Nick. Hi, Kev. We're switching up a little bit. <laughs> Making things a little weird for you. All right, so, uh, Road to El Dorado. Uh, it's a DreamWorks movie. It's one of the... I don't know if it was one of the first DreamWorks movies, but it was up there. It was early on. It was like the third or fourth one, yes. I believe. And this was when DreamWorks was trying their best to compete against Disney when they were still in their renaissance. Yeah. And they didn't really win. No. No. And also, they didn't figure out how to advertise, and also timing of their movies was terrible. And this was pre-Shrek, so... Yeah, pre-Shrek, definitely, but also they major... Their major advertisement was on Burger King. Mm, you know, yes. so like they sank everything. Oh, kids go to Burger King. Let's do this, and then uh, McDonald's started pushing their kids' meals again with other movies. So mm-hmm. they kind of drowned all that out. So because the, uh, the Happy Meal at, at uh, McDonald's is yeah. always what you think of when you think of a kids' meal. Mm. You don't think of the Burger King Kids Club. I mean, maybe exactly. I do, but I remember that weird kid Wheels that had yeah. the, the monogoggle and exactly. he was in the wheelchair. Yeah, I, remember, right. I remember shit. Yeah, and also... Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. Kid Vid was the one with the big goggle yeah. thing. Maybe I'm yeah. mixing the two of them. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, I looked up the... I was really curious as to why this didn't do too well, and it really comes down all to it is timing. Yep, because it, yeah. uh, uh, it went up against what movie? It went up against Aaron Brockovich. Wait, huh. that's not a Disney so, movie. It's not a Disney movie whatsoever. I, I thought but there was an animated movie. One of, all right, <laughs> no, fair no, enough. There, there are a couple others, but Aaron Brockovich came out the week beforehand, and it, you know where we're in a world that sort of you know not the internet where it is now, where everything is on social media, mm-hmm. but it's something that's on message boards, chat rooms, and AOL and all that. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich and the. Um, you know, the studio, Universal Pictures, sunk everything into AOL, you know, in order to advertise it, so no matter where it is, and then sunk it on TV. So no matter where, no matter where you went, no matter what went on, you saw it, then everybody had to do it. So Nobody were, fucking knew about Road to El Dorado. So they, they uh, yeah. Aaron Brockovich basically had, had itself, had the advertising yeah. carpet bombed everywhere. Yeah, and, and it just meanwhile, destroyed only, only Burger it. King knew about Road to El Dorado. Yeah. 
right. Yeah, there was a Walt Disney one. Uh, well, there's a Disney movie, but there's other ones. High Fidelity also was released that same day. Cool. You know, uh, that's, that's another one I haven't seen. Yeah. I know, Big Shock, a movie yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, it's here. And then um, many others. There's also a movie called Mission to Mars. Which, yes, it's that Disney ride that it's based on. I was about to say, I yeah. know, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. It's that Disney ride that, it's, it's it's that, that everybody that Epcot, knows about. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's at Epcot, yeah. It's that particular movie, and, I mean, that one, that's what I believe truly sunk it. Because mm. that's one that Walt Disney really pushed that one. That's also the big Gary Sinise vehicle. Aha. Yeah. Alright, so, beginning of the movie, we get a really kind of watered-down, sugar-coated version of Aztec mythology. Um, in reality, Aztec mythology, what we know of it anyway. Uh, now, granted, I, I'm probably, like, when we mention names of gods at certain points, I am probably going to butcher the pronunciations, but it's the best I can do. And we also don't really know all that much about Aztec mythology or the actual culture because Hernan Cortez genocided the living shit out of these people. Yeah. So there really isn't much surviving that we can I mean, know. I mean, you talk about watered down, it's pretty much the same as the Native Americans just... They just moved, moved over. over. They moved over and let yeah. these people come in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Did they go over any history? I thought it was just mostly... Oh, yeah. there's somewhere there's a city of gold. Yeah. Well, they were the, talking about when the, the gods made people. Yeah. It's like they required... time? Well, see, when, this is like the, the, when, the Aztec, time. when the Aztec gods made people, they required an awful lot of blood to do it, but we don't hear about that no. in this movie. Mm -mm. If you were no, interested yeah. in animation regarding that, um, check out Onyx Equinox, yeah. the, uh, that uh, anime, although I don't know, I don't think they ever got a second season. Yeah, um, and also... I, the, I have a feeling yeah. I'm going to be I'm gonna be looking into that. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. neat. Like, he, he, I don't know... I remember the, the the two brothers that were always that was obsessed with playing ball, and then yeah. his sister got sacrificed or something, and um, there's all these gods, and they're kind of creepy and weird, like possessing people, and then the people start rotting. Yeah, and also like that ball game that they show. Yep. It's, Sideways it's, basketball. It's creepier. It was yeah. It was uh, a real thing, and yeah. I think it's. It's I could worse be, than you I, think. I could be wrong on this. I think it's the winning team that gets sacrificed the, because they prove yeah. to be better. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they mentioned that. The, yeah, here. the winning team gets well, in, the, yeah. in this movie, yeah. it's like but the losing team them. is. The, yeah. the, in this one, the losing team's to be sacrificed. Yeah. But in reality, I believe, and again, I can't. I could be wrong. Let us yeah. know. But it was the winning team because they proved themselves worthy yeah. of their sacrifice to the gods. And as well as the way that it was played, as you know, they they showed in the movie as being you hit the ball with the hip, with the hip. When you the did knee, not hit it with the hip, it was the elbows and the knees mostly, no. right? In reality, no, it was hit with the genitals. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, to, no, and thank yeah, you. basically knock it with the genitals and knock your dick around. Nope, no, yeah. you're good. Yeah, to no, knock thanks. your dick around. At that point, if you did win, you did not mate and you did not procreate. Yeah, I mean, so it didn't matter. Well, then you drama. Yeah, yeah. Was the uh, uh, the winning? Uh, were were both teams made up prisoners of war? So it's not like I they're sacrificing probably, their own yeah. people anyway. They may have, yeah. and they may not have. Yeah, again, yeah. again, we don't have very yeah. many surviving records because you know Cortez was a dick. Well, I yeah. thought they had like a lot of you know the stones. I get the Mesoamerican, all the 
the the Mayan cultures and the Aztec cultures. Yeah, there are similarities, but they're not exactly the same. Like and there's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you gotta you gotta remember we learned world history in America, so it's a name <laughs> and date, and let's just kind of leave it at that. So everything was straight up whitewashed. Yeah, yeah like, just uh, a pro war. I don't yeah. remember. There were a yeah. few things that were really hand waved in this movie too, yeah. which we will get to. Yeah. But to quote, to quote Ron Swanson from yeah, Parks and Recreation, yeah, to quote, to quote Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, it's history began on July fourth, seventeen seventy six. Everything before that was a mistake. <laughs> American history at your best, folks. Oh, God, I mean that's and that's about what they teach us. Like, yeah, legitimately, at that point, like, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to learn about American history if you're in Texas because yeah. you ain't getting a real shit. No, I'll tell you that right now. Well, no, we're in Massachusetts, so I don't think the curriculum was that bad we just kind of okay this year we're going over world history like yeah. ancient it's, but it stuff. was it's, it's, it's still, still pretty whitewashed it's still it was still watered down the, a lot of the history yeah. books in american yeah. uh, high schools don't mention a single solitary thing about our uh, intern intern um yeah our concentration camps for the american indians no mention of it whatsoever until there's something very specific about it. Like, I didn't learn about these things until I took a class specifically about world genocides yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah. I took that class because yeah. it felt pretty edgy. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to take yeah. genocide class. And it was with the most boring teacher in the entire world <laughs> who played the most boring documentaries, and I would fall the fuck asleep. <laughs> thanks, thanks to one of the guys in my class, Kim Schwartz, buddy of mine. <laughs> He sat right next to me because, you know, name-wise, we're pretty close. He sat right next to me, and when I nodded off and kind of leaned against the blackboard, he would, like, throw erasers and shit at me to wake me up before the end of the movie so it didn't, so we didn't know. It reminds me of Thank the you, Kim. reminds me of the joke from Community right here with uh, Troy Barnes. says, man, I'm failing psychopharmacology. Why, why are you taking that class? I thought it was about crazy farm animals. <laughs> I mean, I took more than a couple classes based on how, that it sounded cool. Like, when yeah. I was in college, I took an introduction to logic class, thinking it was going to be like a like a how-to-debate kind of class. It was yeah. going to be like a, how to make arguments. It's like, no, it's math with words. It was bullshit. It sucked. So that's when you graduate from algebra, math, with letters? Yeah. Pretty much, you get yeah. get full sentences? When you realize, yeah, you know, another one that our college offered was intro, Introduction to Lasers. And not one time in that class did they have a laser pointed out there? Oh, for God's sake. Like, did you not use a laser just that? to point there? It was Parks and Recreation, oh, but, that yeah. was oh, a, okay. but that was a, a UMass Dartmouth class what? at one point. Seriously? Yeah. I've, done, I've done the laser yeah. thing. Just have a laser pointer and just, like, point it up at the sky. Yeah. Like, this is going to piss off an yeah. alien at some point. Yeah, like, did you not just, like, use a laser to point at notes on the board or something? Come on, <laughs> at least like, just come, give us that. Give, give me something. Work yeah, it's not, man. Come on, just keep my interest. So, anyway, the movie... We, like we get that super watered yeah. down version of the yeah. uh, of the creation of you know of, of they the world. They forgot the one the part where like what was it the fourth one they turned all the people into monkeys. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember. Was there one involving corn? I can't remember. Probably. Yeah. Corn was a big thing. I I just know that I. That's it, where we get the name Huitlahote. Corn I, smut. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy corns. Yeah. But uh, I. 
<laughs> look it up. I can't I can't spell wheat lachote to you, but look it up. Corn smut. It's a delicacy. Oh, oh I thought you said corn slut. No. <laughs> well, smutty corn. Hey. Corn smut. Yes. That's that's porn about corn. Uh. Corn porn. Gentlemen, behold, corn. Oh, no, it's it's been a few years since I watched Onyx Equinox, so I I I'm like I don't remember. I just know there was like this is the fifth age or something. So all right, so the movie proper starts off. We mean we meet two uh, con artists, Miguel and Tulio, who are kind of they're rolling a bunch of a uh, bunch of drunks in an aisle, in, in an alley with a pair of loaded <laughs> dice, and they have basically everyone's money. And they're like, "All right, well that's it. You're all broke. We're gonna go." And this guy's like, "No, you can't go. I'm gonna. I have a map." Yeah. To El Dorado in the New World, and somehow Tulio and Miguel are both gold crazy. They yeah. they just they want money, 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 and they eventually talk them talk themselves in a circle to mm. uh, kind of like okay, we're gonna do this one last roll, but the guy doesn't want to use their loaded dice because he doesn't trust us. We want to use my dice, and miraculously the dice come up a seven anyway. They take all their winnings, but during their like celebration dance, the loaded dice fall out, and the guy finds out they're loaded, and we start a long kind of chase scene after a beautiful moment of the bard and the rogue having their moment, where they start <laughs> they start an argument. Well, they start an argument with each other that neither of them are really truly about it's all it's all a, uh, a game to get them away from the crowd so they can escape yeah they, it's yeah. like they're each trying to throw the un, the other under the bus when while sword fighting yeah well in reality they are both like they're both fully in on this is just for us to get away and at one point like <laughs> at one point um i think it's tulio is actually in a bad position and and uh, miguel gets both swords and he's like oh no 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 not the face not the face not the face <laughs> Uh, so they manage to get away from the crowd and fall into an enclosure with a bull. Yeah. They manage to get they, they get out of the bull enclosure, but they free the bull in the process, and there's just a long chase scene throughout the streets of wherever they are, Spain, and uh, they ultimately end up accidentally stowing away on Hernan Cortez's ship to the New World. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. They shouldn't have hidden in, yeah. the, in the barrels. I'd say the last moment, though, when they're on the roof and they're saying bye to the crowd, that's where I absolutely lost it. Mm -hmm. Folks, you've been great. We've got to go. We, we <laughs> have to go. Goodbye. Yeah. That, I lost it. Like, that that is that is a full on the bard and the rogue are having their own adventure and the paladin is nowhere to be found to keep them in control. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And I don't think Chell is a paladin. Yeah. Uh Chell is absolutely not a paladin. She's just a different ver she's just a, another rogue that yeah. shows up. She she's more of the uh she's more of the seductress con artist than the just regular con artist. But we we're not even anywhere near her yet. So, uh, at sea, they end up getting caught, and they're imprisoned, but they break free thanks to an incredibly smart horse, who they bribe with an apple. Altivo. Altivo. They bribe Altivo with an apple, asking for a pry bar, and he returns them returns them with the keys, because this smart this horse is smarter than, the, than all of them put together. <laughs> they manage to escape the ship, and through a series of crazy situations, they end up stealing Altivo as well. 
Yeah. And the horse goes overboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Miguel is compelled to save him because I think the horse is his one true love, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it may, <laughs> see, it's because yeah. Yeah. Miguel... He's singing the love song later yeah. to everybody and everything. Yeah. Miguel Miguel is a chaotic good bard. It's just like, yeah. he's going to do all this stuff. It's like, I don't care what happens to these people. And then the second something happens to those people, yeah. he's like, I have to save them. Yeah. He is like... Jerk with a heart of gold? Absolutely. Although he, he he's... It's closer to the it's it leans more into the heart of gold thing because he's yeah, bad he's yeah, bad he's, at, really a... he's bad at being the jerk yeah. Yeah. he will play the jerk but he's real bad at it yeah so. and I and I think it's like you say the horse is smarter than everything but he also goes after the apple into the open sea he's hungry he, yeah. he was put on yeah, he, he, yeah. he was on, he was on half rations. Yeah. Was, uh, her, uh, Cortez put him on half rations, yeah. and you know what? I've been on a diet before. I would jump off a ship for a goddamn cookie. Are you kidding me? Mm. I know, but I know all about diets. Yeah, I'm ready to gnaw my own arm off on some of those. <laughs> I have been on many diets, and considering my own father-in-law did diets as a hobby, I could actually see your dad. Diet. You're insane. Yeah, I could see your dad doing that as well. My mom yeah. was my mom was on and off Weight Watchers a lot when yeah. I was growing up, and yeah. whenever mom was on a diet, everybody in the house was on a oh, diet. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, oh, good, more, yeah. more, more whole grain wheat bread. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I've been through many a diet, and I know the gnawing hunger of like, I've had enough to eat. I am sustained, but it doesn't feel good. That's no. how I feel when I eat an apple. Mm. A lot. See, apples apples are nice, but they don't feel filling. Right. You know? And then right. you gotta eat some pudding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you gotta yeah. fill that void in yeah, your soul you, with pudding. Fat. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. eat that you eat the apple, then eat the pudding, then eat the peanut butter, and then all accidentally, oh my god, I ate a pie. He says while reaching for the bag of cookies on the table. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put those over here. I'll, I'll, I Out said, of view. I said cookie and now Chino's inv- in- interested. Yeah, those are not for you. There's chocolate in them. You can't have those. He's like, but, but father, I want them. And if you also like the Mesoamerican style and themes and stuff, there's two games, uh, two guacamole games. Oh, guacamole is so good. But yeah. play it with a controller. Yes. Play with, trying Not to play that on a keyboard is you're asking for trouble. Yes. But uh, if, you like, uh, if you like Metroidvanias, the guacamole games are amazing. I, I never finished... I never finished the first one, I don't think. I gotta get back to that. Yeah, I finished. Where did I buy that on is the question? Steam? No, it's not on Steam. It's probably on something. Was it Gamefly back in the day? Which, by the way, I found out the other day, Gamefly still exists. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I was shocked. Uh, Gamefly is still a thing. I figured they would have gone under by now with what with the physical discs and everything. Oh, I think I'm getting confused with what people are making. Jokes about stock. Oh, that was GameStop. That was GameStop. Yes, okay. that that was the uh, the the stock like the meat. Oh God, stock I, I don't remember thing? what they were calling it, but it was some kind of like shorting the stock to like drive yeah. the prices up, and it's just yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so they managed to steal uh, to steal a rowboat, and uh, against all odds, through various storms and sharks and <laughs> dead seagulls and. Why did, yeah. why did they draw a butthole on the seagull. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you pointed that out. I'm like, and they're just all out. Just all like, this well, seagull just flies out and lands, and I'm like, oh no, yeah. you're not close. You think yeah. you're close to land, but you're not, because the nope. seagull is gonna die. They go out. They go that far out to sea to die. That's ha- that's what I learned from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And it does. And then they're. And gonna, it has a butthole. <laughs> and they're like, oh look, it's a bird. We're gonna eat the bird. 
And then a shark comes up, straight up jaws uh, his and takes the takes the bird. And they're like, bastard. "Oh god!" But they still somehow manage to make it to land without yeah. having to decide who to eat. Yeah, without having Altivo. to go through that situation, Altivo would not have won in that situation. No. Although he may have been able to kick the other two clean off the boat. Yeah, maybe kill somebody and then but they just eat whoever's dead. They manage to land, and uh, Miguel starts recognizing uh, landmarks from the map. That he managed to save the map. Didn't bring as much food as he as they should, but he managed to keep the and map. Julio's pretty bad about that. <laughs> I like and Julio's upset. Oh. You couldn't have brought a little more food. Yeah, Where was the, he hiding that map? The anime, right? Yeah, but the anime, the animation on his face alone. I mean, if you're kind of half paying attention, is just amazing. I oh, there were yeah. so many of those little like yeah, little. Not, not, I mean, great. they're they're big. Yeah, they're like big cartoon sort of things because obviously these aren't proportioned yeah. to real people. But the looks, the what are you doing? Yeah. Without like acting, without acting, but it's a yeah. cartoon thing. I love all those little looks, like from the background. People going, "No, no, oh, what are you doing?" Yes, the expressions <laughs> and the character designs are pretty nice. Yes, it is it very is good. Very was, good. Um, yeah. I know there was reminds me of Iron Giant a little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. Iron Giant is yeah. and Eight Crazy Nights. Were they all like the same? Iron studio? Giant is Warner Brothers, I believe, but yeah, it's got a very similar yeah. feel to it. Character like, design. Um, yeah, well, um, I know there was some CG in this movie, but oh it seemed God. to be mo- it seemed to be mostly yeah. uh, like hand yeah, it mostly hand drawn, which it we don't see in as the much. Backgrounds at some point, yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't see as much straight up hand drawn stuff I anymore. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and whatever, yeah, whatever Tulio's going on about, I was like, oh, but there's so much gold. I'm like, what are you, a dwarf? Knock it off. Right, yeah. I don't know. This isn't d Very rich, so the whole point of gold is so you can have freedom in life. Yeah. So, anyway, they, um, yeah, they follow all the all the landmarks on the map, and there's like a big, long, you know, musical oh, number, gosh. because... Because we're reminded again that this is a musical, so there's like a big musical Barely. number as they're, you know, getting lost in the in the jungle and flipping the map around and being confused about where they're going, and they ultimately do manage to find the end of the map where El Dorado like, is, and as far as they're concerned, it's just a big goddamn rock. And I'm like, check behind the waterfall. It's always it's there's it's always. always Something behind There's the always something waterfall. behind the waterfall. Like, I, it, it holds true in video games. Yes. It holds true in in legend lore. It's just always check behind the waterfall. Right. Even Guild Wars Two, I was like, hmm, let's check behind this waterfall. And then I, it turns out there was an achievement for if you check behind all the waterfalls on the Dragonfall map. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm down with that. The uh, Final Fantasy XIV just came out with a new like island sanctuary, and there's like this stream going through your your sanctuary. It's got a series of like small waterfalls, and I have run headfirst into all of them, just trying to find something. Yeah, <laughs> nothing yet. Um, so yeah, they find this big rock, and they start arguing with each other because, as far as they're concerned, that there's a dead end. It's like screw this, we're just gonna go home somehow. We don't plan ahead. Yeah, and we just we don't plan ahead of, of things, and then out of nowhere, there's this woman comes running out, and she's followed by a bunch of a uh, bunch of like guards or soldiers or whatever, and they take yes, gold. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They take Tulio and Miguel, we think captive, and lead them back into the actual city of El Dorado, which in real life didn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. It was all a myth. It wasn't mm-hmm. real. And not like really? one of those uh, City of Troy that turned out to be true. Maybe. Well, 
Well, El Dorado is El Dorado is Spanish. Like yeah. they wouldn't have called it El Dorado in yeah. you know in actual Mesoamerica if it was an actual thing. And you're not going to build an entire city out of gold. It's a heavy, soft, stupid metal that yeah. doesn't really have. Mm. It's got applications in electronics, but that's not going to matter in Mesoamerica. Right. Know? Did they? Use gold? I mean, they could have gold-plated some stone or something. Uh, probably for deco- decorative purposes, yeah. but, like, the, the, like, the whole, like, streets paved with it and, and like, buildings made of gold, that wasn't something that would have been, like, no, that was at not, all feasible. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was a uh, urban myth that the Americas were all, the, like, a, going right to, like, even World War Two era. I mm-hmm. thought that was more of yeah. a poetic metaphor. Yeah, but it's just like the streets were paved. The streets I mean, were actually paved in gold. I mean, it, it right. was it was a metaphor. It was like a poetic metaphor, but yeah. humanity, by and large, is stupid, and yeah. they believed that it was real, and they're like, yeah. oh my god, actual gold. Yeah. Because, yeah. remember, uh, as we learn from... Tommy Lee Jones in as we learned from Tommy Lee Jones in the first Men in Black, mm. a person is smart. People are dumb, dangerous, panicky animals. Yeah, good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So um, basically, they get to the city of El Dorado and quickly discover that the natives in the city think that they are gods returned because they kind of, sort of resemble the gods on the. Inscription on the big stone out front, like the two of them on the back of Altivo, kind of look like the gods, and they don't look like anyone there. So they're just like, "Oh, they must it's be this the gods." Plot. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's that whole plot, and through but- pure sheer dumb luck, they manage to have an argument and shout "stop" right at the same time as a volcano stops erupting somehow and sucks all the smoke back in. Okay, that was a bit much. That. Also, how does everybody understand each other? Yes, but then this again, is what I mentioned before. Okay, see I understand. Guy doing actual magic. So mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. It's I understand. It's a cartoon. I understand. It's. I thought maybe the priest did the thing with the because I had this feeling. I wasn't sure if either him or the chief initially believed them gods or kind of knew better. And we're just using... I feel like the chief thought them gods at first, but he figured it out pretty quick, and we have evidence later that he has figured it out. To Ares. Yeah, but also Mm -hmm. he's a god, like, as well. But what matters... Because he cuts his hand and he doesn't bleed. Well, he cuts... He he bleeds, but he uses magic to heal it. Yeah. That's the high priest. That's the high priest you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They have this unknown rivalry of some kind. They They don't like each other because... The high priest seems to want the coming of the age of the jaguar, which needs to be, like, ushered in with blood and sacrifice and horror. Meanwhile, the chief likes things the way they are. He wants things to be happy. He wants things to be copacetic. He doesn't... He he likes peace. I got the feeling that the high priest is trying to seize power. Oh, absolutely. He's that that evil vizier. He's he's Jafar, effectively. Yeah, and if they're a culture like that, sometimes, you know, the priest has more power than the local politician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, with the volcano coincidentally erupting and then stopping, it give, you know, makes them think they're I thought maybe the high priest worked some magic to help sell the illusion that they were gods in order to play that whole thing against the... Oh, he definitely played up the, the image that they were gods. He kept that going because he himself believed it for the longest time. The, yeah. the, pre- mm-hmm. the high priest... Uh, Zekel Khan, which I'm not entirely sure is actual Aztec words. It doesn't Zekel doesn't really sound that, but it's a TZ, so maybe I don't know. Yeah. Khan! 
Uh, basically, the two get showered with gifts of gold uh, from uh, Tanabok. Tanabok is the chief, oh, I believe. Okay. Uh, the guy from the meme. Mm-hmm. From the, but but this, the uh, chief, chief, this. Okay, what, so what? But this. <gasps> that look. <laughs> like the original pe- shocked, <laughs> he <laughs> was <laughs> the shocked Pikachu before shocked Pikachu. Oh, what? It's the same kind of idea. It's just like when someone's surprised by something, we get the shocked chief face, or someone's surprised, we get shocked Pikachu. It's hmm. evolution of memes. I didn't know. I thought I assumed Shock Pikachu is older. Yes. I mean, Shock Pikachu is fairly recent. I think. Hmm. I'm I gonna know. have to look it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. This is anyway. important history we're yes. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for t- for today's day and age, it is. Um. And here and there, we see that um, Cortez uh, does find the remains of the boat in. Is kind of on their trail. Mm-hmm. Cortez is following them. He manages to land. So uh, how they got to land before the big ships did, I couldn't tell I you. I guess it's that the whole storm thing was supposed to propel them faster. I yeah, suppose. I don't get it. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they end up uh, meeting Chell, who is not the protagonist from Portal, but is in fact. Uh, the thief that the soldiers were chasing out of the waterfall. She wanted to. She wants to get away from El Dorado. Her whole thing is she wants adventure. She wants something different. She wants to have an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do so, she stole some gold and was trying to get away. Where she's going to go, I don't know because, to my knowledge, like the Aztecs were like the the biggest culture in. South America at the time. A different city. Maybe I'm just I'm just not sure where she was supposed to go. Which and at the end the of the movie world. we have that other question like where are they going to go? It's like a secluded place. So, anyway, um, they quickly find out that Chell is also a uh, is also a con artist, and they kind of strike this deal with each other. Uh, this is where we find out that Miguel truly is the bard because he is immediately smitten with Chell, and I can't. If really you s- aren't, you don't have eyes. I'm sorry. I was like, if if you're into you know the whole like hips thing, you're absolutely into Chell. So, uh, but you know he gets um, Tulio makes him agree. Ch- uh, Chell is off limits. This is you know we got to stop doing this. And this gods is where we learn. Gods. Yeah, we, the, the gods can't be can't be tempted into things. Someone didn't read their Greek mythology. <laughs> because in no, at no point do the gods ever resist temptation in Greek mythology. They <laughs> have no filter. Nah. I mean, Hera maybe, but either They're way. Like, they, they must be really old and they lost their filter. I guess. You think, so, you think people that are 80 years old give a crap? Try 800 or 8,000 or whatever. <laughs> 80,000 years old. I don't give a crap what anyone thinks of me. I'm going to turn into a swan and bang, bang. <laughs> All right. So they um, basically as as things as things as the movie progresses, we see like the chief and the uh, and the high priest kind of competing for the attention or approval of the gods. The high priest wants to sacrifice people in their honor. The god, uh, like the chief, just wants to be like, hey, food. everything's gold. cool. Here's some food. Here's some gold. Let's throw it in the water. Oh, wait, no. Stop throwing it in the water. They don't want that. Mm. And I think it was around this point that the chief figures out that they're mortal, yeah. but he doesn't say anything because he's just like, eh, okay. He could still use them to play against uh, 
to, to play against the uh, the high priest, yes. Yeah, and they want a boat to get the fuck out. They, yes, they want a boat so that they can ascend in a uh, largely horizontal fashion at first, but then they will ascend in another direction, but we need the boat first in order to ascend back to we the need more rope. everything. Yep. But we need a lot more rope. For a vertical. Um, bu- 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 and, and the gold, we want the gold. Uh, and while they're basically, well, they, the the two kind of split at one point because Miguel wants to go out and explore, and he manages to go out ex- and explore with with the help of Chell, distracting Tulio, really distracting Tulio. Uh, so Chell and Tulio kind of become romantically entangled. <laughs> they're doing it or something. Yeah, or um, she is or so as we hear, apparently thirsty. Oh, straight up. She tries to watch them change out of their clothes. It's like I didn't ask. I didn't ask you to trust me. It's like no. It was something that rhymes with trust. Maybe thrust. Maybe <laughs> lust. Maybe you know whatever. Thirst. Thirst. <laughs> it's a little off the beat, but it's there. Uh, so uh, Miguel ends up going out and just kind of wandering around the Seeing the, the, si- the city, and he finds out that there's Seeing been about love for some reason. Well, he's found out there's been quite a few, uh, like. Orders that have been uh, oh. put out in his name, like his his orders have been put out. It's like I didn't put out any orders. We find out Zekko Khan has been has been saying, "Oh, we have to do I speak this." For the we, gods. We speak for the gods. Like we a, have to get the city ready for the cleansing. Oh yeah. Yeah right. I we speak have to for the gods. We have to get the city ready for the cleansing, which can't be good. No, I don't think they invented street sweepers. And in the process of his wanderings, he kind of comes to, like, love the city of El Dorado. He comes to love, like, just the, the peaceful atmosphere of this, this whole... He, he, he leans towards uh, Chief, towards the Chief. He wants, he wants peace, he wants the prosperity the going on here. And the Chief wants him to stay, because the Chief has figured out... He's supposed to be here for a thousand years. Well, see, things have happened up in... Uh, up the family things, you know. We have to. We have to go. So, shit. Yeah. Where was I? Uh, so, first at, realm, you wouldn't understand. Uh, during this kind of argument back and forth, the ah yes, uh, Zeku Khan uh, has uh, he sees uh, Miguel playing like a kind of a soccer-ish sort of game oh, with the kids, and, and, and he freaks out just like. The gods should not play ball like this. And then we swap to basically a stadium. It's like, it should be like this. And it's the crazy Fuck. sideways basketball kind of game. And and they're like, of course the gods know the rules. Go and play against uh, 15 or whatever. It's like 15 of the greatest ball players that this city has to offer. It's like, I'm sure you'll make it, you know, a good, a good show. Oh, and they have to play all fucking day. And, yes. the yeah, they play all day till the shadow hits the line. And they're not doing well. Yeah, they're not doing well at no. all until, until they yeah. fi- until they figure out how to cheat. And the little armadillo Shall character that's been following that. them around, uh, kind of, he rolls them into a ball, and the armadillo helps them out and starts doing all kinds of crazy Smart. stuff to mm-hmm. you know basically get them even, uh, like even scored, and. During the course of the whole thing, they accidentally swap out the armadillo for a real ball, and oh. Miguel, like through pure luck, manages to get the ball into the, the into the hoop. Involved. But in the like in in the middle of both of these movements, Tulio elbows Miguel in the head, mm. and we see a little bit of blood. 
Yeah. That pops out of his head. And then later on, while they're, you know, saying, like, well, you have won, so now you want the other team to be to be sacrificed in your honor. And Miguel says, no, fuck that. No, nobody's getting... No, no, we're no done. More. We're done. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of this. No more sacrificing. Get the fuck out. I and the some... high priest sees that Miguel has a cut over his yeah. eye, and he sees him bleed. Yeah. And this clicks for the high priest. Gods don't bleed. I have some Please little uh, little bit of facts on the ball game that I, I found. Yes. So it's known as, um, and I'm really going to butcher this itself, but basically known as pits. So uh, there's a, uh, there's a, um, a uh, Nahuatl uh, pronunciation. Na, na, Mayan, Nahuatl, I think? Yeah. There's a Mayan language pronunciation that's different. Basically, it's not well, America. It's called pits, but America. Yeah. Yeah, so just, the, uh, and yeah. the other name probably has a T and a Z at, at one point, and a T and an L in another. Just about, yeah. The, a lot, yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's still it's, it's a. Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know exactly how to pronounce them. I just know every time I do it, I'm probably doing yeah. it wrong. So it's like I think its origin started around 1650 BC. Uh, known as a different sport, different versions have been going around for about a millennia. Another version of the game is Ulama. Uh, uh, basically played by different indigenous people, sort of the same, but the rules are genuinely not known. Uh, probably similar to what we know as racquetball today, where it's, the... It's uh, Kelvin ball. Yeah. <laughs> or racquetball. The, the one... Yeah. The, the, yeah. Okay, racquetball, the yeah. one sport where you can be looking directly at the ball and it will still hit you in the back of the right. head. Right. Wow! <laughs> Is, the most is that highlight? Yeah. With the uh, no. Racquetball no. is literally you yeah. have like a tennis racket, yeah. and the yeah. ball is a much smaller rubber ball, right. and you're in just a square yeah. room, oh. and it's bouncing it off the wall and trying to get terrible. it past your opponent. Yeah. It's okay. It's difficult. Okay, I'm gonna go back to um, I'm gonna go back to, to the Men in Black uh, thing again. Do you remember? You you've seen the original Men in Black, right? A long while ago. Do you remember the little like floating ball thing that Will Smith touches and then it goes ping 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 yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the uh, all over the base? Yeah. And it's like almost like it destroys so much stuff. It's like a solid minute and a half of this thing yeah. bouncing around breaking shit. Yeah. That's racquetball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried, I've tried playing ball. it. It's not easy. I would always duck in yeah. volleyball, so yeah. I can't imagine how yeah. horrible that would be. So I don't want to be a unit in a ping... Yeah. No, wait. Pinball table. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so You, you yeah. wouldn't like one of the new courses in uh, Mario Kart 8, then. Yeah. The whole Ooh. thing is going through a pinball a pinball table and just trying not to get crushed. Just not in Ooh. real life. Damn. <laughs> so, I mean, the most common theory about what Ulama was was the, uh, the, kind of the players would use... Use the ball, as we said, and strike with the strike with their hips, but mostly strike with their genitals. Whack! Oh. Yeah. So they're allowed to use their forearms, rackets, bats, and handstones if they had it, if they chance to do it. The ball was made of solid rubber and weighed as much as nine pounds. It's a fucking bludger from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, and seriously, so it was a ritual and major formal ball game uh, in the area and as used as a ritual event. It usually combined here with the cultural's uh, cultural combined competitions with religious human sacrifice. The ball was played casually for recreation with children, and may, and may have been played with women as well. Although accounts aren't really here. Pre-Columbian ball carts have been found throughout Mesoamerica, and uh, for example at Copan in Nicaragua, as uh, and as far north as the U. Uh, no, what is known as the U.S. state of Arizona now. 
Many ball courts are considerable in size, have long, narrow alleys with slanted walls, which does give to the idea that once the shadow fully covered the court is when the game was done. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And oh. you think you think a football game is long. Right. What if you had Space Jam, Mesoamerican Space Jam? Directed <laughs> by Quentin Tarantino. And Michael Jackson's gun. No, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Michael Jordan or LeBron James, depending on which one you're, you're watching, is going to get sacrificed if he doesn't win against the Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> and the Monstars are like, dude. Wow. Dude, dude no wonder why we never invaded this planet. So this is This is, this is stupid. This is intense, man. I, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Not cool. Sacrifice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ew. No, I'm good. Uh, no, 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 bro, I'm out. <laughs> I never saw Space Jam, so I'm only assuming by basis of being a children's cartoon that they would oppose human sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they didn't they, they didn't hurt the basketball players that they stole the their the abilities from. They just made them like sucky. Yeah. So yeah, the Monstars didn't hurt anyone. They just wanted to like rule the the earth or something. Yeah, and Bill Murray got in the way somehow. Bill Murray got involved in Porky Pig and yeah. the two of them argued at one point. Oh yeah, that's right. It's yeah. been a long time since I've seen that. I remember very little. It's just little bits and pieces yeah. that flash into my memory. It's just like, oh yeah, that. Oh <laughs> god. Cultural osmosis. Yeah. They'll pop into my head accompanied with hello darkness my old friend. <laughs> Is that the sound <laughs> of doing the old math? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's also, uh, you start to turn into uh, a skeleton like Donovan did in, uh, in the Last Crusade. Oh. And like, oh, he chose poorly. I am old. Oh, God. So, all right. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they win the match, and uh, Zekokan figures out they're not actually gods. And at this point, Miguel and Tulio are kind of fighting each other, but, like, Miguel's angry at Tulio. Tulio doesn't quite understand because Miguel overheard Tulio say, to hell with Miguel, because he's getting actively seduced by Chell. Mm. You'd think, you know, you'd think bro code you'd understand, but he doesn't. Oh, and there's a beautiful moment. It's very, very early uh, in the movie as they're trying to escape from, from Spain. At one point, Miguel goes, and by the way, I'm sorry about that girl in Barcelona. <laughs> and... Uh, and, and Tulio's like, wait, well, you did, you, and he gets cut off, and I'm just like, oh, I know what was going on there, awesome, I love it. It's like little, little bits and pieces, little, little, little details like that, like, make me love a movie. So, um, okay. So, yeah, uh, Miguel overhears Tulio telling Chell he'd like her to come with him to Spain before he would specifically... Swiftly wants her to go with him and to forget Miguel, and Miguel hears that part. He gets real upset, and he's he decides he's going. Uh, Miguel decides he's going to stay, and he goes down to check on the boat. And he's trying to say that the boat isn't good enough, that you got to start all over again, trying to like buy time. Essentially, he's trying to say this boat is crap, but the boat is absolutely amazing. And he's like, look, this isn't solid at all, and he can't move it at all because it's, <laughs> it's like straight up like it's they like carved the, it out of a freaking yeah, it, log. Well, it's it's and you can Pretty tell it's tiny. not going to move because it's it's the it's the background. It's it's not the actual like animation cell, yeah. so you know that shit's not going to move. He's like, uh, uh, and this is where we find out that the chief kind of figured out that they're not actually gods. Where he says, well, to err is human, <laughs> and Miguel has that. Oh, oh shit, right. 
kind of situation. While all this is happening, um, Zaku Khan is off doing crazy witch doctor magics, which we hadn't really seen aside from it being kind of illusory magic beforehand. He does, like, summon actual, like, you know, illusions. Yeah, and the illusions are kind of, are kind of cool. He gets, like, the, like, the people are snakes. <laughs> It's like the green smoky snakes come out of come out yeah, of like this basically the like thing. Prince of Egypt stuff. Oh, straight up Prince of Egypt stuff, which is that movie is darker than we want to think. But mm-hmm. I'll get it <laughs> another mm-hmm. time. Another mm-hmm. time. Um, and while uh, like he's doing this magic and he's flipping through this this book to try to find the spell to use, and at one oh, point giant he, golden pages. Giant golden pages and on one of the pages, I don't know if you spotted it, there was the Aztec version of the DreamWorks logo. Oh. Really? On one of the pages, there's like a, like an Aztec kind of creature fishing off of a crescent moon. On right. one, of the, as one of the pages I'm like, ha, I see what you did there. But he finds like the page he's looking for and he casts this spell and he brings like this jaguar statue to life. Hmm. And I believe that's supposed to be Tezcatlipoca, and I've probably butchered that name. Um, he's like decent. he's like the big hmm. the big ev- big bad evil of the uh, Aztec pantheon. Hmm. In so much as there is a pantheon, like it's not really the right wording for it, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Hmm. Okay. Um, he like Why brings this. They st- have a pantheon. They have a bunch of gods. It's it's a bunch of gods, but they they don't have the same relation to each other that like say the Greek gods would. Uh, it's a different giant kind of crossover fan fiction thing. Yeah, it's it's like there it's it's like the same idea as a lot of the I believe it's like the uh, Hindu gods. So many of the Hindu gods are just aspects of the same being. Oh. They're not mm. individuals. And like the Aztec, the Aztec thing, it's not quite that same where they're aspects of the same being, but they're like not they're like they're gods, but they're also just kind of spirit. It's it's funky and it's weird, and I don't know, I don't understand it fully. I just know it's not quite the same as like how we would understand the Greek gods. But anyway, he uh, wakes up this statue, and he's basically got Aztec Voltron mech. Uh, yep. <laughs> coming down to basically just smashes its way out of the top of one of the temples and starts attacking people and like sma- like one guy gets straight up smashed by one of the one of the feet and here I'm still okay. It's <laughs> like you know that was added in in post because you know that guy straight up died in the original script. Oh, I thought it was Great. a joke like in that um, 98 American Godzilla thing. Right? Uh. I'm not the, dead yet. The guy in the footprint. No, I'm fine. Yeah. No, I'm. I am. I am certain that that I'm okay was added in like in post because <laughs> like that would have been. Well, that wouldn't. That wouldn't let it have a PG rating. Like I don't. This movie wasn't wasn't G. I don't think this one was like PG because we actually had blood in it, right? And he said mm-hmm. hell twice. Like yes. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, the blood was mostly just the cut on his face. Or oh um when the high priest, like, cuts his hand to do some magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not telling me. I could have sworn that this was a this one was a PG. Production, maybe? No. God damn it. <laughs> Wikipedia, you failed me. Anyway, whatever. Um, so they, um, Miguel and Tulio managed to, uh, trick the giant... Jaguar statue over to the sacrificial area where that with the giant whirlpool from from oh, earlier, yeah. 
And um, I guess that's their solution to can't show ripping hearts out. Mm-hmm. And Zeko Khan shows up, and he like turns off the the mech for a minute to try, to try to like foment distrust in the two of them, and they start arguing back and forth with each other, and they kind of. It's kind of they are angry with each other and they are ang- arguing, but at the same time they're also doing their con. fighting each other con without <laughs> even realizing they're doing it. Right. It's like they're they're going back and forth and they eventually just turn around and both punch Zekokan right in the goddamn face. <laughs> and um, and that was a good play because it almost looked like I got graduate we're talking about an animation, but I mean, yeah. it looked almost real. Yeah. For a moment, that they you were can gonna, definitely they, tell that there there is actual like anger. There is actual emotions happening between the two of them. Right. But they're also doing... They've done this particular con so many times that they're doing it without thinking. Right. It's just... It's just how... It's just how they are. And it's... That is a great moment. And they manage to, you know, surprise Zekko Khan. They almost, like, throw him into the whirlpool. But, you know, wait, actual magic here. And the... Gets the uh, jaguar thing to come at them. And they manage to like dodge out of the way on like vines, and they swing around like uh, like clacker balls on like um <laughs> like like, uh, like an office like an executive's uh, kind of motion toy. The, mm. the Darwin is it a Darwin thing? I don't know. Darwin's cradle. That it's like the five balls and goes clack 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 clack. I don't know. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, yeah. That's Darwin, a... Darwin's cradle or something. Yeah. It's probably not Darwin. Yeah, you, you, see, okay. you see it in almost every office executive has mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Some somebody listening right now yeah. is screaming at their podcatcher because yeah. they know what it's called and I cannot remember it. Uh, see, right here, this this right here that you, I thought it you was called a desk clacker. So yeah. you who's yelling at the, at your podcatcher, this is how it feels to be a ghost to know yeah. something that a podcaster doesn't Newton's know. Newton's cradle. Newton's cradle. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, we got there. Yeah. We found it eventually. You can yeah. calm down now. I also get results for a desk <laughs> clacker. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's kind of what it does. Yeah. Newton's cradle. I knew it was one of those guys, but um, don't eat it. They manage. Big <laughs> Newtons. Newtons cradle. Don't eat that. You just made me think of the will it blend. I just want to put one of those things in one of those blend tape blenders and see what happens. Blender. Don't breathe this. I just. That was such a good channel. I wonder what happened to him. These kinetic dust toys must be like uh, the original fidget. I just Toys. looked at the uh, you know the the Google suggestions. Yeah. I looked up ball clackers oh. for desk. Oh no. And you know I did look at nothing that that said. What are those desk balls called? And it, <laughs> <laughs> so I clicked on it. It said Newton's pendulum or Newton's balls. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, when you say like the desk balls, I'm just picturing that kind of that outline of an ass on the edge of a desk, and you just see that oh someone's gotten a promotion. <laughs> uh, okay. Kinetic desk uh, And if we were still sponsored by Adam and Eve, here's where I put the promo right <laughs> Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Newton's balls. <laughs> Sir Ballsack Newton. <laughs> okay, there's one thing I gotta there's one thing I gotta mention. In our D and D game that we're running, yeah. there is a there's a uh, an enemy coming up soon who in the original, like actual written 
yeah. like adventure. His name is Ballsag. <laughs> I'm changing his name because I know the, I know the two of you, and you're gonna you're not gonna <laughs> let me live it down. But in the original written out uh, adventure, his name is B A L S A G. Ballsag. <laughs> it's just like you had to know. Put a, Come on. Play him off as uh, <laughs> yeah. just Ballsack and just say, oh, it's that um, famous. The guy. first the first what time. Is that, is that a philosopher or some shit? I don't fucking know. The first time when my original group went through the Sunless Citadel, he just became like Balsack the Destroyer (laughs) for the rest of the game. So, yeah, no. Anyone who's done the Sunless Citadel, you know who I'm talking about. And then he falls over and goes, ow! But you know the two of us very well that we have to stop the game for about two hours. (laughs) It's just like, and we're going to need to take a breather. I'm going to go make a sandwich. (laughs) Come back, put the headphones back on. Yep, they're still laughing. Okay. (laughs) Alrighty, uh, bu- 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 so, um, the, uh, both Zekulkan and the Jaguar Voltron statue get sucked into the whirlpool, but through a remarkable series of coincidences, um, he doesn't die and he gets, uh, like, Zekulkan like a- gets kind of shot out of, like, the, the, the weeping face. Like, a, as if it was a, he was in a, as if he'd fallen down a giant toilet. Oh, yeah. straight up. It goes through the pipes, but it's just natural. It's like that. Stuff. It's like that crazy uh, water slide uh, situation in the Goonies. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he or, comes out the other end, and yeah. and he ends up like face to face with hey, Cortez Cortez. and all of his yeah. conquistadors, yeah. who he sees them, and his vision kind of blurs over. And I'm pretty sure he's seeing. And again, I apologize for this butchering. Huitzilopochtli, yeah. which I think I got that right, and I'm sorry if I didn't. Who is the uh, like the Aztec god of war, like warfare, the dawn? Uh, he's also the hummingbird of the east. The, the monster thing you saw in the book. And yes. he's like, ah, for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I think it's the east. I might be wrong. Uh, he is also the same guy. If you've ever, this is going to be another welcome to the deep weeb. If you've ever played the game Darkstalkers, yeah. the robot character Huitzel is based on Huitzilopochtli. Huh. Yeah, little little bits of little bits of shit. Ah, Darkstalkers. That game was so good. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, so yes, he meets up with Cortez, and through in a, in a shocking coincidence, they speak the same language. Yeah. But that was already that's, that's, the situation in the beginning. Uh, this is the straight up Simpsons things. Like, actually, I'm speaking Rigelian. By yeah. an astonishing coincidence, was, both languages are exactly the same. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of like Doctor Who too. Yep. Wherever the TARDIS is, it balances it just, out all the languages. It just, tra- it just translates. Yeah. You hear it in what you in what you. <laughs> they understand. did that with Clara in the Matt Smith's world, where they uh, in his era, it's like, she's like, wait a minute, I'm actually speaking Russian right now. Why? Don't think about it. It's like just, it's just, 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 it's just happening. It's a ba- it's a babblefish. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so I imagine that the city must have a magical spell of understanding on it. Or I something. guess. I, yeah. I guess I'm just gonna you roll know, with it. It's a, it's a movie Jaguar for kids. Mech, so it's like it's a movie for kids. So it's like and I, this whole time I'm sitting there on the couch watching it, just like no. It is yeah. not the same language. I kept being like, oh my god, don't sneeze on anybody. Yeah. It's like Spain Spanish and like Mexican Spanish are not the same language anymore, if you think about it. No. And they wouldn't have gotten Spanish there yet anyway. No, anyways. absolutely not. There's well, a reason they, it's they speak Spanish in Mexico. is because Spain came in and fucked everything up. Yeah. In the real world, Cortez genocided the living shit out of the Aztecs. But anyway, uh, where was I? He did, did it off camera. In yeah, in this movie, it would have happened. Although, you in this know, movie, he's an we asshole because he's like, oh, I, I captured you and now you're going to go work 
on the sugar plantation. You're going to be enslaved. You're just like, you had to say it like that with that inflection? Well, come on, man. You know, you gotta know he's like the big evil bad guy that you forget exists until you get back and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot about those guys. They're getting closer. So Miguel decides to stay in the city and Tulio and Chell are gonna board the completed boat to kind of to take off and somehow sail back to Spain, although neither of them are actual sailors, so I don't know how well this is going to work <laughs> out. And as far as I can tell, there's only gold on this boat. I don't see any provisions. Yeah, but what else are they going to do? Yeah, but they see, uh, they see smoke on the horizon, and knowing what's going to happen if Cortez discovers the city, which is a really ominous uh, hyperlink on this Wikipedia article, which I don't want to click on, uh, Tulio suggests using the boat to end up ramming the rock pillars under the waterfall to block the main entrance to the city. And it'll be I mean, trapped forever. I sure hope it's self-sufficient. It will. It will effectively trap everyone in El Dorado in El Dorado forever. But it'll keep Cortez from getting in. And through a whole series of things, they manage to knock over one of the pillars, and they end up like riding the boat. The gold. They sac- end up sacrificing the gold, although they didn't really want to, but they yeah. did. They sacrifice all the gold, and Miguel ends up going with them, because if he doesn't go with them, they're not going to make it out, the pillar's going to land on them, they're going to die, blah, 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 blah. Mm. They do manage to seal off the entrance, and, and just fail, in time... the city will get killed. Exactly, the city will just be obliterated. And they do manage to block the entrance, and they are able to hide before Cortez and the High Priest show up, and the High Priest is going to show them, this is where you go, and then it's all blocked off, and Cortez calls him a heathen, he gets dragged off, and you can imagine what kind of inquisitorial bullshit's going to happen to this guy. Straight up murder him, but no, he's He's going to do it slowly. He's probably got a fate worse than death Mm -hmm. coming. Uh, They say... And then, yeah. and then our according, viewers have a good laugh about According it. to this, they, he takes Zekul Khan as, uh, takes him away as a slave, but I have a feeling other things are going to happen to him. Um, they're disappointed they lost the gold, uh, but they appreciate the thrill of their adventure, and they head off in a different direction for new adventures with Chell. And we just don't think about what actually ends up happening when Cortez does his thing. Mm. But that's the end of this movie. We don't need to worry about the actual history of the world. <laughs> And that was The Road to El Dorado, the source it's, of many memes. Yeah. It's really more enjoyable, and there was something about it that they wanted to try to set up in El Dorado 2. Um, because they, kind of, they left it open, but yeah. I'm not sure where they would have gone. Yeah, right. Like El Dorado yeah. was the big mystical thing yeah. of Atlantis. that time. Yeah. I well, I think like, Di- yeah. But then Disney did the, the Atlantis movie, which, yeah. was, which was almost what we were going to watch. Uh, the Atlantis oh, really? movie. Because yeah. I haven't seen that one either, and that's a little bit more pulpy, but I think this one is it's is, just... is more this one's more fun. This is definitely more adventure. But I like the idea that you could sit and watch it and I was kind of almost at a point where I was prepared to be bored. Yeah. Just for a moment and I'm like, you know, then I see the Aztec stuff, I'm like, okay, and then I see yeah. this I'm like, okay, and then the bard thing, I'm like, okay, and the rogue, I'm like, Yeah, okay, and you see and like Miguel just silliness. keeps playing the loot and you're like, Will you stop that? Yeah, and especially <laughs> the scene where like Miguel is like playing with the kids or it's like, No, mm-hmm. we're gonna lay low for a number of days. It's like I am laying low. Yeah. I'm laying low and I'm having a freaking blast doing this. Yeah. This is you know this is great. You know what? I'm gonna yeah. stay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to be able to just hang out with these people who they think I'm a god. Leave and be a nobody, or stay and be a god. Yeah, or what's going to happen? You know, like what's going to happen ten years from that point? 
That's not the point you know, of the story. But if he stayed, though, um, like, what's going to happen ten years later? He he, I mean, he's he a may little well, older. He yeah. may well have like just he may he may well have um, yeah. sandwiches for the well. for the lack of a better term gone native. Like, yeah. Basically, he may have a wife and a family by that point. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we don't because he he at the by the end of the movie Miguel is yeah. very different than he was at the, at the start. Well, maybe not very different, but he's yeah. different-ish yeah. than he was at the start. He's still kind of he's still kind of a con man. He's still kind of like a jerk. Yeah, but he's way less of a jerk and way more of the heart of gold right. at the end of the movie than he was at the start. True, true. Less selfish. Yes, yeah. that's that's much easier way to say yeah. what I just did. Yeah, so uh, so that was Road to El Dorado, uh, a much more fun movie than it had any right to yeah. be. And it's a shame that, you know, it came out when it did and got kind of swallowed by the movies that came out around it, because it's... I, I really would... I, I would love to see what would have happened if um, if DreamWorks had really exploded in the... In, like because oh, a of a little bit earlier, because of Prince of Egypt and because of Road to El Dorado, if it exploded because of those, yeah, as opposed to Shrek, because right. DreamWorks became the three like the the, so. the CGI movie, yeah, it became that it became that. <laughs> that we're, if if we're talking memes, Shrek is all of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like even the wrong ones too. Yeah, yeah. So like Shrek is what kind of made uh, made DreamWorks blow up. They're the yeah. ones who kicked the door open with some body. Yeah. One, that that whole. So I'm curious about. <laughs> Have you seen the version of uh, of that where all the lyrics are just and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop. It's just that, oh but to the the rest of the song. <sighs> um, so yeah, steamed hams. That's a different meme. We're going to go through all the memes, damn it. The memes. The Aurora Borealis. Oh, I see. This time of year, centered entirely in your kitchen. I see a meme yeah. on your table. It's the sloth from yeah. Yes, the, the, the sloth from... Um, from Zootopia or um, in, yeah. in like, Europe, it was called something else. Yeah. It was Zootopia here or Zoo... Something I'll look up during the break and come back with later. So, yeah, that was Rotel Dorado. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. Have a word from 4041 Media, and we'll come back with some fantasy casting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Be back in a minute. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Alright, fantasy casting. So, fantasy casting. Alright, I got... I got the castings. Go ahead. So you guys have been kind of, kind yeah. of like vibrating with, with uh, anticipation on this one. <laughs> yes. We replaced them with Beavis and Butthead. Uh, 24. 24. That'll do it. I mean, it kind of. I mean, it kind of works out. And the, this is what happens. The one with the dark hair is smarter than the blonde. Yeah. 
it kind of works out. <laughs> and then they okay, so they they're, they're both crazy the about chicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and they're they're like, oh, do you? We go to Dorado. We go get chicks. They're gold and chicks. Not and just gold. And we got chicks. And they're like gold. When they, they show chicks. up. <laughs> okay, you got Chell, and they think they're gonna team up with Chell, but then you do like one of those uh, switcheroos. Yeah, yeah and, and it's they get stuck with Daria. Yeah, and she is not having any of their shit. <laughs> no, and in fact, at the end, she just takes the horse and ditches him in the jungle. <laughs> I, I'm just reminded of one particular episode of uh, of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, where they they both ended up like naked in front of Daria, and Daria has her camera because she's like with the uh, with the, with the photography the, club. The yeah. Photography club. She goes, huh? Smaller than advertised. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And they're both like, ah. Yeah, and the, the the way that it poses, they snap it and they do that little like um, that that sideways shot of the black and white Polaroid. Yeah, it's it goes, very, it yeah. goes a little Dutch angle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, but they see the hands just go right in front of the crotch in the weirdest way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, and I I really 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 want to have like we've got to get Paramount. I want like, to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Paramount Plus. I I believe my mom has it, so I can probably steal it here. Yeah. But we we have this because I saw a. I'm go go ahead. I, I would call it Beavis and Butthead do El Dorado. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It is well, my, there's, there's a new movie out. Beavis and Butthead yes, do the universe. universe. Yes, I want to see that. Where they somehow end and, up on a on a space mission. And nice. there's new episodes. Yeah, I saw. Like yeah, they're apparently I, homeowners now. Yeah, what? I see. Somehow. Yeah. And I saw a clip of one of what? them. Apparently, there's one of them where Butthead gets Adderall. Oh Jesus! And, and you see, he he levels out and he's normal. Oh God! And he's like wearing a yellow collared shirt and he's like you know and then in the back of the class and he goes and Beavis goes, Hey Butthead, why are you wearing that shirt? And he goes, It's a sunny day. Why not wear a sunny shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I just like I like I have to know more about this because I mean like it's the it's the TV show and I mean I think you two probably had this I don't know you didn't watch it much as a kid right no no but I I, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch it religiously yeah. but I did watch some of it because yeah. if mom and dad caught me watching it it yeah. was a it was a bad scene yeah because my mom didn't want me to watch it my dad caught me watching it he's like all right fine let's figure out what it is sat down next to me watched it and laughed his ass off I had a poster of the frog baseball yeah. scene where, yeah where uh, I, my head hits me yeah. in the back of the head with a baseball bat. I never had the. I never had any posters or anything. I think I had a, a Beavis doll at one point in time, <laughs> like one of those like couch buddies. I had the Genesis game. Yeah, and oh. which was basically the Ren and Stimpy game. Actually, the the yeah. the Super Nintendo one was closer to the Ren and Stimpy game. The one on Genesis was this kind That's of right. non is this non-linear kind of adventure yeah. where like it was kind of an adventure game but kind of a side scroller but both versions of it were too goddamn hard <clears throat> because it's like yeah. if this is about Beavis and Butthead they're idiots they yeah. not they would never figure out how to do this no it was like but the, it was like the point and click I, moon logic yeah. kind of bullshit yeah so can I add my point to this with Eldorado with Eldorado I think if they did this they wouldn't even get off the beach no nah. <laughs> They, they, they just they, end yeah, up beating yeah. the crap out of each other yeah. on the beach and end up, uh, yeah. and Cortez would show yeah. up. Or they'd they be fighting. at the beach just laughing, like, we're going to get booth and gold and chicks. <laughs> get gold and gold and chicks. And then the horse would be Stuart. Yeah, oh, yeah, God, that was Stuart. my joke. The Guys, horse, horse can we just go do 
<laughs> guys, can we just go do something, please? My guys. mom's gonna kill me. Guys, Winger is cool. Come on, guys. Come on, fellas. Let's go do this. Which reminds me of one of my favorite episodes of Beavis and Butthead. Where they think, um... You know, one of my top five favorite episodes where they think Stuart's house got robbed. Uh, Stuart's house, like, they were moving. It turns okay. out two guys were just robbing the place. Ah, okay. Yeah, and I it... Don't, I don't recall that one. Uh, it's just totally burly where they're like, no, and like, no, it's they moved. And these two guys are just, they help them load the van up and then they start smashing stuff. Yep. And they're like, no, hey, you said you guys moved. Like, we were robbed. That's the oh. end of the episode. Oh. <laughs> That's also where you get the thing where they look at it, they see if you're discretion advising. It's discretion's cool. Yeah, it, it's I. I uh, you see, know, about how it shaped my humor way too much. I remember them MST3King the music videos more yes, so which than I remember the individual brilliant. episodes, which was fucking brilliant. What am I, I like? I, one of the ones that sticks yeah. out in my mind was when they watched the the missile uh, the King missile video yeah. for a detachable penis. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't say a goddamn thing the whole time because the video, if you've ever seen that video, you showed this to us. Is guys more. playing football with the detachable penis in a junkyard? Yeah. And legitimately, it's like the two of them just staring in utter shock and horror for the entire... They didn't say a goddamn thing for the whole video. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just keeps cutting back to them, and they're just sitting there like... <laughs> I had to make the sound, because, you know, audio music. Yeah, the best one they ever did was the... Uh, I don't remember which video it was. I think it was a Soundgarden video. It was a, wo a woman on a farm dragging, a, like, just bored and just dragging yeah. different tools around. <laughs> and uh, but Beavis goes, "Hey, butthead, what's that?" He goes, "Beavis, that's a hoe. That's a hoe. I know, but what she, what she, what's that in her hand?" I know. What's that thing she's dragging behind her? <laughs> it wasn't the black hole sun video, right? No. Because I know they did that one, and they thought they were, they thought they were high. Yeah. Because that that video was trippy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And there was okay, one kids. Of... Back in the day, there used to be things on music television <laughs> called music videos. When MTV was music TV and not miscellaneous TV. Yes. You know, and, <laughs> and, and that just clicked in my head. It's like, oh yeah, it hasn't been that of, way for like twenty years. Speaking of that, it's the. 30th anniversary of a show that everyone has forgot about, but we all remember the time slot called Snick. Yeah. Oh, God, Snick. Yeah. The Are you afraid of the dark at 9.30? Yeah. I afraid of the dark. Uh, wasn't Roundhouse? Roundhouse is Roundhouse. the one everybody forgot about. I, I couldn't tell you a damn thing about Roundhouse, yeah. but I knew it existed. There was, a, there was a bit that they did where they watched TV and they predicted what MTV would be like now. Oh geez! What are they called? They called it MTV. I oh, mean, it, yeah. Yeah. So it's like now on MTV, here's stuff you're gonna watch anyway that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> Pimp my ride. Yeah. Oh. Yo, dog. We heard you like bullshit in your bullshit, so we're gonna do all this bullshit to your car, and it's gonna fall apart as soon as the cameras turn off. Good luck, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna put a jet engine subwoofer in the back. We're gonna remove it once the cameras turn off, dog. Yep. Y'all do fine. But, uh, yeah, there's, but this, uh, Beavis and Butthead, I think, would do great with it. I'd say yeah. Stuart would be there. I agree with Daria being chill. <laughs> you know, or Daria would be just... Who would be the chief and who would be the high priest? Because I was just like, McVicker, is he the yeah. chief? Yeah. Uh, no, Mick Vickers too. Like I know he's too, so jittery, but he is the 
guy in charge. Yeah. Yeah. But, they, uh, but he barely holds it together. Yeah. It could be. It could be McVicker from the episode yeah. where uh, the, the, uh, it's a uh, it's a Wonderful Life version. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just where Charlie's trying to convince them that sing- life is better without them. <laughs> and he's singing carols with the students. Yep. Full head of hair. Full head of hair. He's not like you know. <laughs> I want to say the high priest is uh, I can't remember the coach's Mr. name. Oh, uh, uh, Coach, Coach Buzzcut. Coach Buzzcut. Yeah. Yeah, very angry Coach yeah. Buzzcut. You kids are gods. Yeah. The gods are here. Yeah, because he, he wouldn't be the spirit uh, of the underworld. He, he, he wouldn't be. The, he wouldn't be the hippie teacher. The hippie Mr. teacher. Mr. Andreessen. Yeah, yeah. Andreessen is way is way too chill. About hey guys, so would he be the have, chief? But he's not. Like yeah. A what do you guys want? What do you guys want us to do, okay? Yeah, okay, this is the way you gotta explore your feelings. Okay, and we'll do what you want us to do. We'll bring you a bunch of gold and throw it to the underworld, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just throw that over there. Which the, I just think okay, I broke the hand for a second. <laughs> I could be wrong on this, but I thought the like Aztec underworld was, some, was something different. I didn't think it was called the... Like Zibulba or whatever yeah. they called it in this. Yeah. I thought it was called something else. Yeah. Oh, I thought, well, the, Z- it was, they said spirit worlds. I yeah. mean, Zibulba C- is a pod racer, but we're not going to get into that. Zibulba? is a pod racer who walks on his hands and grabs things with his feet. Star Wars, don't get, don't. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, honestly, I didn't, I've been, again, I've been trying to come up with, uh, with like a fantasy casting, but honestly, I don't think I could top the Beavis and Butthead universe crossover. I don't think like, I yeah. can top that either, but I do have another idea. Okay, Good. what's your idea? Okay, replace Chell with Chell from Portal. From now Portal. she's got a Portal gun, and a lot of problems are solved. Oh, yeah. damn it! And then I'm thinking, if she has a Portal gun, does yeah. she? Like run into Rick and Morty because they have a portal gun, and well, then it just goes off the rails. She's got a portal gun. The um, the 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 high priest is Wheatley. Um, what about Glados? Would... No, Glados. Sorry, Glados would be the high uh, yes. the high priest because no, Glados would be the the Jaguar Voltron. Oh, okay. Is Keith Johnson involved? Yes, I don't know where we'd put him though. Oh. I admit I didn't get very far in Portal 2. Mm. I, I just up, remember something about turn those lemons into grenades. Make life take them back. I don't think I even got that far. I got up to a point where I just could not figure out I'm the puzzle. Potato. Like, there was something about a trajectory puzzle, and I could not get it right, and yeah. eventually I'm like, you know, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. I, I know somebody gets shot to the moon. I've played some of the uh, co-op of that, and mostly I just spent most of the time dropping my friends into the uh, boiling acid. Oh. I'm that ki- I'm that kind of co-op player. Uh, That's why Glado- I play. A- what about Glados turns into a potato? That 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 part was fun, and she's very upset about it. I'm a potato. She could be Daria at that moment. Yes. Speaking of potatoes, we have the stress potato, uh, like, uh, cell phone mount. Oh my god, I I listened to this interesting, I guess, video about the history of potatoes one time, and they're actually a New World crop. And then they were brought to Europe. Tomatoes as well. Yeah, and apparently potatoes are so easy to grow, they caught on in, like, poor places, so then they get associated with, like, uh... 
Ireland and Russia and shit. Because, mm-hmm. well, potatoes have enough nutrients in them. It doesn't have everything that your body needs, but it's got enough to sustain you. Does it have electrolytes? <laughs> it's what plants crave. But no, it's got enough of the nutrients. It's got enough of the nutrients to sustain you. Maybe not make you thrive, but to sustain you, and that's kind of what you need to keep your surf going. It's the most, the purest carb, Mm -hmm. the purest carbohydrate in general. That just you know that the the humble potato. Yeah, a lot of starch too. The potato. Yeah, the um, yeah. So um, I love you, potatoes. Yeah. If I can, I make one plug too. Go for it. Okay. So on Sunday mornings on Instagram, for those of you who are listening to this now, we usually post this around Sunday nights. So um, you might have missed it at this point, but Sunday mornings, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, myself and my good buddy Michael Hummel. Um, the two of us have a podcast on Instagram. Uh, it's on the Wheels and Warriors, uh, po- uh, uh, Wheels and Warriors um, profile. So um, you know, and also on my own profile too, Nick Tabor Fitness. Um, we host the podcast called Powering Past Abilities, where we uh, discuss different things with disabled uh, people on uh, differently abled as well. And to try to end stigma with disabilities in the workaday world and life in America. I thought differently so, abled was one of those terms that actual disabled people thought was kind of silly. And it really just depends on the person. I mean, so it's, you could say disabled with me. I don't really mind. But, <laughs> you know, others will say, oh, differently able. But it really, it's, there's no real written rule. Yeah, it, de- um, it depends on the individual. Yeah, like, if, if you like yeah. it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, it really doesn't here. So, I mean, tune with that, you know, power and best abilities. Uh, Michael and I have been doing this since, uh, gosh, what is today? Uh, we are in, yeah, we're in, uh, we're, yeah, we're in August right now. We've been doing this since April, and we've really, really, really got some traction going here. Nice. So we'll start to uh, we're going to move from the video format eventually to the audio format to bring it out even further. Uh, we're doing pretty well, though. Cool, cool. Uh, please check it out. It's been a real lot of fun, and we've been really hitting it well. So, it's like head on over to the Insta. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. All right. Mm. So, this uh, is the dawning yeah. of the age Why? of the jaguar. Oh. Age of the jaguar. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's what, that's what I was thinking when I heard that. <laughs> I got you. Oh man. I see, I've, I've had the final countdown stuck in my head for like three days, and I don't think it's going to get out unless I use an ice pick. <laughs> so next month. Uh, what are we doing next month? Yeah, next month we are going to explore movies of Paul Newman. The so, salad dressing yeah, guy. The, the salad guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the salad guy. Not the guy who is commonly thought of. You think of Wayne Knight. Nowadays. Right. Yeah. Newman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but now we're exploring the movies of Paul Newman. Uh, next week we are going to explore a 1950s movie about a boxer... Uh, call someone up there likes me. I'm gonna be it's getting a, back to yeah, our roots a little bit yeah, with, uh, with the older movies. It's a movie about a boxer who is going through, through some pretty tough fights in his career, and is like, "Why aren't I dead?" Basically, and we're gonna, and we're gonna. It's gonna be a learning experience for everybody. Yeah. To be, let's be perfectly honest. I only knew about the salad dressing. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. and so. one I know. So I know he did movies too, huh? Yeah, How about I that? know a few movies, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna do someone up there likes me, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. All right. And a movie called Slapshot. 
as well. Those three are lined up right now, but Slapshot I remember watching as a kid and laughing my ass off, okay, uh, which yeah. is considered the, uh, which is basically considered the R and is the R-rated version of the Mighty Ducks. So. Disney that, was a, yeah. that was a Paul Newman one? Yeah, Cause it, I'm Slapshot. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I don't think that's the same movie I'm thinking of, but it might yeah. actually be. Hang on. Yeah, but he, you Paul know, basically, okay. as I understand the story went, is they wanted to write a kid-friendly version of Slapshot, of that, or like, they were a kid-friendly hockey movie, because in the early 90s, sports movies were great, and yada yada, let's do them all with kids, okay, we got this, and they saw Slapshot and then wanted to water it down. Somehow it works. Fair enough. Yeah, somehow it worked, but it's a 70s version of that, and... It looks like it's in black and white. Mm -hmm. right, well, no, well, mm -hmm. just some of the promo shots are, the rest yeah. of it. Okay. No, but we're going to explore. Those are three movies that are lined up right now. We'll really get into Paul Newman, because one of the last movies that I saw... Uh, I'm sorry, last interviews that I was just kind of scrolling around, because apparently it's getting you know right around the anniversary of his death soon. Uh, not the reason of choice, but uh, he said, you know, the one thing I regret but I'm happy about is the fact that some people will know me for more of my salad dressing than my movies eventually. And and this this is of, me raising my hand. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's me. And it, yeah, me too. It yeah. kind of it gets to the point, though, but that's one of the roots of the show is just to see what's up. What did he do? What happened? Because not much. Of, I think it's going to be interesting. I just did a I just did a quick look up to see if there was another movie called Slapshot that I was thinking yeah. of. No, it's Slapshot Two. Yeah. Which it was a two thousand two sequel. Yeah. Starring a Baldwin. I believe Stephen Baldwin. You got that? Yeah. Yeah. No the, thanks. Baldwin the lesser. Yeah. <laughs> One of the lesser Baldwins. Yeah. There are many. Yeah. So we will explore Paul Newman next week's uh, nineteen fifty eight. Someone up there likes me. This one's going to be really interesting, and we're going to go forward with it. So be good, take care of yourself, don't be too good.